This is The Irrelevant, a podcast about finding the deeper meaning of seemingly useless information. I'm Rodrigo Nunez, and today's episode is Ted Nugent Doesn't Want Wolves in Colorado. If you've listened to at least one episode of this podcast all the way through in the last few years, you've heard me say the following phrase, OR4 did nothing wrong. That phrase is a reference to the story I told in the episode of this podcast entitled The Wolves of Oregon. It's a pretty old episode, so the quality is not as good, but still, the story in that episode is maybe one of my favorite nature stories ever. It's a heroic story of a gray wolf who migrates from Idaho into Oregon and starts the first wild pack in Oregon, then is shot. OR4 was too good at being a wolf. He started a pack that started many other packs in Oregon and even California. He's a legendary wolf, and obviously he did nothing wrong. That's why I say it. Wolves are amazing animals. The election that's coming up is related to this, believe it or not, because this presidential election, the people of Colorado, in addition to choosing who will be the president of the United States for the next four years, also have another important choice on the ballot. And that is whether or not the state should open the door to potential OR4s of their own. And in a not at all shocking development, Ted Nugent doesn't want wolves in Colorado for some reason. <laughs> I guess I should start this with a disclaimer. I don't live in Colorado. Right now, I kind of wish I did because of this, though. So I'm an outsider. I'm an outsider looking in, wishing I could vote on something as cool as wolf reintroduction. That's right. The wolf vote is what makes me wish I was in Colorado, in addition to being in mountain time. I miss mountain time. It's the best time zone for sports, but I digress. In any case, Proposition 114 says the following, quote, Shall there be a change to the Colorado Revised Statutes concerning the restoration of gray wolves through their reintroduction on designated lands in Colorado located west of the Continental Divide and, in connection therewith, requiring the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Commission, after holding statewide hearings and using scientific data, to implement a plan to restore and manage gray wolves, prohibiting the commission from imposing any land, water, or resource use restrictions on private landowners to further the plan, and requiring the commission to fairly compensate owners for losses of livestock caused by gray wolves. End quote. So that's the proposition, and Coloradoans, or Colorados, can vote yes or no. According to Ballotpedia, what it pretty much comes down to is the following, quote, the measure would require the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Commission to create and carry out a plan to reintroduce and manage gray wolves by the end of 2023. Wolves would be reintroduced on Colorado lands west of the Continental Divide. The exact location of wolf reintroductions would be determined by the commission, and the commission would also manage any distribution of state funds that are made available to pay fair compensation to owners of livestock for any losses of livestock caused by gray wolves. The measure would direct the state legislature to make appropriations to fund the reintroduction program. End quote. So pretty much Coloradans get to choose whether the state should invest in reintroduction efforts of one of the keystone species of the hemisphere who used to range in that area and were pretty much hunted out of the area in the early 20th century. Now, wolves have undergone a pretty big rehabilitation 
PRYs since the 1950s when they were by and large hunted out of everywhere in the western United States. Perhaps the most famous is the reintroduction of gray wolves to Yellowstone Park, which had a really dramatic effect. I'm sure you've seen the video about how reintroducing wolves to the park improved the quality of the rivers and streams because the wolves kept deer and elk species on the move so that land wasn't overgrazed, which in turn strengthened the coastline, thus allowing rivers to run harder, faster, whatever. It's become a classic example of the effect of a keystone species on an ecosystem, and rightfully so. Wolves are a keystone species. They're maybe the keystone species along with beavers of North America, which by the way, I also have an episode on beavers, which you should look up. Um, so frankly, I applaud the effort for Colorado to put that up on a ballot and allow their people to vote on this. And there's a lot of support. The Global Indigenous Council is for it. The Sierra Club of Colorado is for it. Former Colorado Governor Bill Ritter and former Colorado Parks and Wildlife Commission Chair Jim Preble is for it. Also, some guy who Ballotpedia lists as a podcaster by the name of Tim Ferriss, who apparently donated $100,000, so clearly his podcast is successful, maybe ridiculously so, despite me never hearing of him, and I'm a little jealous that I am not listed as a podcaster in favor of this, but <laughs> anyway... Not everyone feels the same way, though. Not everyone is so enthusiastic about wolves being reintroduced. There's a fair number of opposition to Proposition 114. For example, the Rocky Mountain Farmers Union, the Colorado Outfitters Association, the Rocky Mountain Bison Association, the Colorado Cattlemen's Association, and Colorado's El Paso County Commission, which is not related to my hometown of El Paso, Texas, <laughs> as well as the Republican Party of Colorado itself, they've come out against the reintroduction of wolves and, of course, Ted Nugent. We'll get to Ted later. First, I want to address two valid arguments that opponents have brought up that are actually worth considering, because the rest are stupid, the dumbest of which is, quote, it is not fair to the wolf. That is an actual argument that people have against Proposition 114. Um, but, but anyway, the first argument that is actually worth listening to is that this effort is not necessary because wolves are already making their way into Colorado. And that could very well be true. In fact, according to the Colorado Farm Bureau Executive Vice President Chad Vorthman, a pack of wolves has been reported in Northwest Colorado. I believe it. So... OR4, my favorite wolf of all time, was originally from Idaho, but at one point he just took off and ran west until he couldn't run anymore and ended up in Oregon, then decided, this is where I'm going to live now. Wolves do that. So potentially a wolf or two or three from another state could have ended up in Colorado somehow and said, I live here now and started a pack. Chad Vorthman goes on to say that this measure is pointless and will only lead to wasted taxpayer dollars and increased bureaucracy. This is typical small government language, and that's where I disagree. Much like Oregon, Colorado's parks and wildlife departments need to have the funding and a program set up to monitor, track, and generally be informed of the wolves' whereabouts, as well as control older wolves that take on easier prey, like cattle. Which leads to the second valid criticism, which is wolves could have a negative impact on cattle ranchers, specifically small cattle ranchers. Now, it's important to differentiate small here because if we just go by statistics, the majority of cattle is in feedlots, so wolves won't go near them. But there's a small percentage of farmers who have their cattle out in the open, in the range, eating grass and roaming freely. 
These are usually the most delicious cattle. <laughs> These are the type of cattle older wolves especially really like. So despite the number of cattle that is killed by wolves in the northern Rocky Mountains being less than 1%, the majority of that 1% is on those small farmers with their free-range cattle. So that can get expensive for them. However, for them, the state has set up a fair compensation plan for livestock losses, which again is a reason for a need of this plan. If wolves are already coming into the state, the state needs to have adequate funding to set up a team that will track these wolves, including the potential livestock kills that occur so that farmers are adequately compensated. Or repeat offenders like my good friend OR4 are killed. It just makes sense. If there's already wolves there, you should be in favor of somebody tracking this wolf so that any potential livestock kills could be compensated, right? Otherwise, how would the state know who to compensate when or, or anything? This would actually make the li this would actually make livestock farmers more susceptible to losses without any sort of compensation if the wolves are already there. So now, Ted. Let me show you a video that Ted Nugent sent to the Stop the Wolf Pack that was posted online. Hey, Colorado, real Colorado, rugged individualism, ranchers, farmers, conservationists. My name is Ted Nugent, and I relate to the rugged individuals, the farmers, the ranchers, and the real hands-on conservationists of Colorado. We've got to stop Proposition 114. The wolf is a liability wherever they are found. They destroy livestock, they destroy quality of life, and they destroy the wildlife populations that the conservation families of Colorado have brought back to thriving, excellent conditions. If you want to continue with wildlife in the asset column, we've got to stop Proposition 114. There are plenty of wolves around America, and they end up in the liability column. We want wildlife to be in the asset column. So stand up for real Colorado. So first of all, I just want to address this. The guy's talking about real Colorado, right? Or whatever, however he said it. Ted Nugent lives in Waco, Waco, Texas. I mean, he's neighbors with Chip Gaines and Joanna Gaines, right? He's like, he is not a real Coloradan in any way, shape or form. He's over here. He's got killing farms up in Michigan. He, He's not. Then he says, the wolf is a liability wherever they are found. And that could not be further from the truth. In the last 100 years, no human deaths due to wolves have been documented in the continental United States. And this is according to the Center for Human Carnivore Coexistence at Colorado State University. They also stated that the likelihood of disease transmission in wolves is low, especially in the case of a neurological disease known as chronic wasting disease. So... No one's going to get killed by a wolf and they're not going to carry any diseases. And when it comes to moose and elk, wolves have been found to improve the health of herds because they usually kill off the weaker animals, thus improving the overall health of the herds. Everything about this whole liability wherever they are found is just not true. Furthermore, the concept of wildlife as a liability or an asset is not only a downright moronic way of looking at nature, it also kind of spits in the face of one of Mr. Nugent's favorite activities. I'm talking, of course, about shooting feral hogs from a helicopter. <laughs> That's right. Back in 2012, Ted, along with a fellow by the name of Pigman, filmed a great movie for Sportsman Channel entitled Apocalypse Now 2012. Very creative. 
in which they took advantage of a new law in Texas making it legal to hunt feral hogs from helicopters or aerial gunning, as is the official term. So they went ahead and did that and filmed it. Now, back in 2012, there were 2.5 million feral hogs in Texas. And right now there's actually more. Texans are losing the fight to feral hogs. They are in fact a liability, not an asset. And that's why Nugent can shoot him from a helicopter. That's why he loves them. He loves that they're a liability because you can just shoot and kill them wherever you want. In fact, Texas is on pace to be overrun by feral hogs because they reproduce incredibly fast and grow incredibly quickly, which means they can then reproduce even faster. We are being overrun by them so badly that you can just shoot them in any way you see fit nowadays. In fact, every single county in Texas has feral hogs except for one, El Paso County. So El Paso represent. In 2019, Texas Governor Greg Abbott even signed a bill into law that removes the requirement to possess a valid hunting license to take feral hogs on private land in Texas. So yeah, you can just shoot them everywhere. They're a huge liability. And that's why Ted Nugent loves them, right? But now... He says he wants to keep animals in the asset, not liability column. What asset are feral hogs? They are totally not. I'm starting to think maybe we should introduce wolves to Texas. Maybe they'll take care of the feral hogs because Lord knows Ted Nugent's helicopter shooting isn't doing crap. Now look, I know Ted Nugent doesn't care about assets or liabilities. He's just a Republican totem, a blowhard who got paid to talk about this issue. He's an outside agitator to the people of Colorado, and he's wrong. And instead of listening to that outside agitator, listen to this outside agitator. More than just assets or liabilities, the wolf is an important piece of a complete ecosystem in North America. And if we see ourselves, humans, as stewards of this planet, it's on us to coexist with them. I'm sure Coloradans will see the benefit, maybe not as drastically as Yellowstone, but in the overall quality of their great state and the future they'll be creating for their children. Also, I'm looking forward to tracking the wolves of Colorado so I can say CO1 did nothing wrong. That's it for this week's episode of The Irrelevant. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, share it with a friend. Share it with a friend and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps. Also, um, there's another podcast on The Irrelevant Podcast Network, which I want to invite you to check out. It's called El Podcast, E-L-P-O-C-H-C-A-S-T. And that's uh, kind of similar to this one, except I share more stories about, you know, my heritage, my binational um culture and i really enjoy doing it if you've noticed the irrelevant has kind of shifted to every other week schedule instead of weekly that's because um el podcast happens every other week too so go ahead and check that out i'll leave a link in the show notes see you next time and as always or4 did nothing wrong and don't print anything out this is the irrelevant podcast network thanks for listening